Welcome to 216, Link to the Past Randomizer podcast. I am your host, Fear Agent. Today on the show, we've got Captain 1977. I had a lovely conversation with him. Uh, it was fun to just hang out and uh, chat for a bit. Uh, we'll get to that shortly. A couple different things I want to touch on as we uh, start this episode. Uh, first off, the 216 co-op tournament is just about uh, finished with the group stage. We are currently in round five uh, of a six-round tournament, and it's gone really, really smooth. Big shout-outs to both Clearmouse and Jem for helping out uh, a lot with the with the asyncs. It's allowed the tournament to run uh, really smooth, and uh, you know them giving up their time to do that has been super awesome. So I really appreciate them for doing that. Uh, Moogle and I are currently two and three. We dropped our last two. Uh, we lost yesterday to Wall Kicks and Lin Lin Lin. Obviously, two excellent runners. I think both Krosky's champions. We lost by thirty seconds. So that actually felt really good. Uh, the fact that we were in it. Uh, it was an interesting seed where our go mode item, the bow, and also a sword, was in Pyramid Fairy location, which I believe was vanilla. I think it was a vanilla Pyramid Fairy. But there was no flute, and the red bomb shop was at Blindset. So Moogle and I walked our asses around Kakariko down south and took the bomb to the pyramid, as you would do. And Moogle even mentioned earlier in the seed, like, I should do that. But I was like, I had such a long check, I don't want to do that. Now, here's the kicker. The sanctuary was at the pyramid. And what Lin 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 and, and Wallakix did was start at the pyramid, mirrored, dashed over to Kakariko, and then back and saved and saved a whole bunch of time. So... If we were smarter, we actually could have pulled the victory out there and uh, and things would have been a little bit different. But, uh, you know, we lost by 30 seconds to our friends and it was a lot of fun. It was a really fun co-op seed. A lot of stuff for us to do, a lot of variety, a lot of ways to split up. And it was like a pretty choice co-op seed other than the mirror being on Purple Chest. Uh, so we're two and three. Uh, we can't make top four, but that's okay. We've been having a lot of fun. Uh, we did have a a miss mark in our match against Flippill and Vextofer, where Moogle was doing the South Shore checks and got distracted by going into pod at the at the dam location and forgot to check actual swamp, but marked it off the map. So we never found Thieves Town. That was another one we could have won. So, but we actually feel pretty good about it. Like, you know, we've been playing really well. Our communication has been going a really, really good. Miss marks happen though. Like even in a simple race. Uh, especially pre-auto tracking, but misparks can happen. And when you have so much going on in a, in a co-op cross keys, uh, it's super understandable. You know, Moogle felt pretty bad, but I thought we played that seed really, really well. And, uh, you know, which is unfortunate that that didn't go that way. I'm finding that playing co-op and losing is so much easier than playing solo and losing. Just having someone there with you just for me, makes the world of difference. So uh, Co-op Krosky's has been a lot of fun, and I think everyone's really enjoying it. So we're going to be heading to the brackets here really soon, just the top four, and uh, we'll see how that goes. Last week, we had one of my favorite episodes that I've ever recorded, the music draft episode. I hope everyone enjoyed it. Uh, voting for that is still open, and it will be open for a couple more weeks as well. So make sure you listen to that one and, and get your votes in. Uh, the link to vote is in the episode description and in the announcements in the 216 discord so uh, make sure you're voting for that now, i just love zelda music uh, i love the draft format and then the five guests that I, I got just happened to be the five best i feel like uh for this episode it worked out really really well i loved 
all their choices. I loved uh, the pool that they created. I was disappointed that there wasn't more Zelda one or Zelda two or shoot even some Zelda three in there. But um, I, I think that what made it fun is the fact that they made it their own. So uh, give that episode a listen again. One of my favorite episodes I've, I've done, and uh, I think you'll enjoy it too. But get your votes in. That's the most important. Get your votes in for who you think won. I'm really hoping for a, a bigger voting turnout than the past couple of drafts that we've done. So yeah, check that out. The league did finally announce the winners. Uh, I thought it was a little strange that they didn't announce anything after the uh, invitational was over, that they waited for the open. I feel like they could have done too, but whatever. Um, so Relkin, Humbug, and Will WC uh, won the Invitational. We kind of covered that. And then IB Karma, Armalex, and Zephakil won the Open. So GG's to them. Congratulations to the Chris Roller crew. Uh, them and a couple of their teams have earned the invites to the next season of the League Invitational, which will not be happening in 2024. It will be happening in 2025 as the main tournament has moved to the fall and the League is moving back to the spring. So no league this year, but uh, still excited for, for the next season. And we'll see uh, see some new blood in the Invitational. So that that's pretty exciting. There was also an announcement that Relkin has stepped down as an admin, as someone who created that first admin team. You know, it's kind of sad to see people moving on, but that's the nature of it. They added Lumaga last year, uh, which was a great addition. And uh, yeah, just salutes to Relkin for his time as admin in the league. And as a mod, like he did a lot of work and uh, really appreciated that. So I think the current admin team is Drossy, Dante, Amerith, and Lumaga with Sigma as the one in charge of it all. So good team over there. So there's no spring main tournament or league. I know that some stuff is brewing. I have a little bit of an inside scoop on Moogle's Survivors of Hyrule. Uh, he ran that last year. And uh, I know it went really well, and I think he's trying to get something going. So, you know, maybe look for springtime for an announcement there. That would be my guess if he does bring it back. I've heard rumblings of a co-op tournament. I don't know exactly when or how it's going to be run, but kind of, again, I know there's things happening behind the scenes that are going to fill that springtime tournament hole. And then I'm sure there's other stuff. Like when, uh, you know, I planned on doing the 216 co-op tournament, I planned on launching it in January because I didn't think there was going to be anything else. Turns out there's a lot going on. There's the Animizer tournament. There's a multi-world tournament. Uh, I think there's a couple other ones going on. So I imagine there'll be plenty of tournaments. Oh, Avian Art is happening. I'm sure there'll be plenty of tournaments being announced in the spring in place of the main tournament this year. So we'll see if we can uh, keep it all together. Super Bowl is just around the corner. Uh, go Chiefs. There's no way I'm rooting for the Niners ever. And uh, pitchers and catchers report really soon. So baseball season is just around the corner. The Mariners have made some strange moves this offseason. They dumped a lot of people that didn't quite make sense. Didn't feel like they filled all the holes. But look at the lineup. It looks pretty good. Uh, they just added another arm to the bullpen. So, yeah, I'm cautiously optimistic about the Mariners season. Excited about baseball. Sad to see football ending. But uh, we've got hockey. And if you watch basketball, we've got March Madness just around the corner, too. So lots going on. All right. Captain 1977 is on the show. I uh, had a really interesting conversation with him. Really fun to talk and chat with him and and just kind of try to pry him open. Kind of a, a tough nut to crack. Um, but I had fun doing it. And I, I hope he did, too. I think you'll enjoy it. So let's get to it. Here's uh, Captain 1977. 
Did you uh, did you grow up in Detroit? Are you in Detroit now? Uh, I was born in Flint, Michigan. Oh, okay. And I live around the Lansing area now. Okay. Is that clo- I'm guessing that's close to Detroit ish? About it's about an hour west of Detroit. Oh, okay. Okay. So that's why you're a Lions fan. Yeah. What What about um, college football? Michigan Michigan State. Were you Were you a follower of any of those? I or? I mean I. I went to U of M in Flint, so I, so I, I've always been kind of a Wolverines fan. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So it's a pretty big couple of weeks for Michigan, huh? Sports wise. Yeah. Sorry about the national championship there. I um, mean, <laughs> I think I'm not even upset about the national championship. I'm more upset about the fallout of the national championship than anything. But uh, yeah, I mean, undefeated season, and uh, you know, and now you have the Lions. Went in their first what playoff game in thirty? What was it? Thirty? Thirty-two years. Thirty-two yeah. years. Gosh, it's it's you know you know it's bad when everyone is kind of rooting for you because it's been so long. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I've been there. I've definitely been there. But you you know things I mean, have gone well. Haven't gone well when uh, everybody's. I mean, when you got you. when you got like the Packers and Bears and Vikings fans, I'll be like, "Come on, you can do it!" Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know it's bad when you got rival rival team for you, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, what's it been like over there? Have have people been going nuts for the bear or for the lions and for and I for mean, the, uh, the Wolverines? I not here because yo, I am technically in Michigan State country, which is mm. like it's an East Lansing. I see. So they're they're always like, oh yeah, Michigan, oh yeah, yo, but um. But yeah, um, you, you know, everyone's pretty excited for the Lions coming up here, and um, there's we're, we're we learn not to get our hopes up. Mm. Let's just say that, sure, because <laughs> uh, you know, we still got the Pistons who are terrible. Oh my gosh, so I mean, like, beyond terrible, right? Like, what a <laughs> what a miserable time! Oh my good, yeah, um, but yeah, it's we're we're in, yeah, we're used to failure around here because. You know, Detroit teams are pretty synonymous with the failures at end. But you know, it's we're trying to get used to the winning. Um, I don't think yeah, it's, are... it's a culture, right? You got to like change the mindset. I think that's what um, Dan Campbell has kind of done in in for the Lions. It feels like like you know, let's let's kind of turn it around. Let's change that mindset of we're always losers. I mean. I think our last professional sports championship was like the Pistons in 04. I'm going to say maybe the Red Wings later, but I don't think so. But yeah, yeah it's, it's been pretty, it's been a pretty big dry spell for uh, Detroit sports teams in sure. Michigan. So, I mean, Detroit's just kind of had a, a rough luck. I, you say you grew up in Flint and I don't know the full story, but you hear a lot of stories about like the, the living conditions and the water and all the stuff shitty stuff that has had to en- endure as as people uh, living over there it's got to be got to be pretty tough yeah thankfully um i i've been living um in around the Lansing area for the last uh i want to say like 10 plus years now so like the whole water living condition thing happened after i left mm. so i never got to really experience it that much but well that's good yeah from what i hear is um yeah it's not been a good time and you know I always, I've, I've always wanted to go back there and let them know, you know, hey, you know, you're still my home. Right. But um, a lot of times I don't get a chance to, but 
Sure. Yeah, I still consider Flint my home because I've lived there for so long before I moved out here. So, mm, I see. I think you're about the same age as me, so I'm guessing you probably grew up with with the NES. Did you? Was that your first like gaming experience, or did you have maybe an Atari or something? You know, I never really had a bunch of video games when I was a kid. Um, mm. Honestly, because um, my first gaming console came when I bought my very first uh, Super Nintendo. Um, like back in the mid nineties. Okay. Um, it was from money I earned because my parents didn't like toys and all that jazz. And they're like, you want something yourself. You have to go out, and get it yourself. Mm, okay. So that was, that was kind of my experience with the whole game. Like, like the first games I remember playing was like, um, you know, Super Mario RPG on Super Nintendo or, you know, like a link to the past, you know, go figure. And, uh-huh. but, um, yeah, it's, I, you know, cause everyone that's always grown up with like video games and stuff, I was like, I never had that experience. So you didn't even have like friends you'd go over to their house and like play some, uh, uh like double dragons. Or something. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I had some friends, but like, you know, it wasn't a thing where we would just we we didn't want to be cooped up in the house. We weren't like the people that wanted to be in the house. We wanted to be outside and do sure. like activities like playing baseball and stuff uh-huh. like that. Sure. So. OK, so what made you want to save up to get a Super Nintendo then? I mean, it w- it was something like, you know, I've known I've known about it. I've I've. I was excited about it. You know, like I used to go to arcades all the time. I'm like, yeah, I've always wanted one. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say I didn't want one, you know, because right. I, I wanted one. But, you know, it's right. just like I had to save up so much money just to get my own. So mm-hmm. um, what were you doing to to save up money? Because I'm guessing you're what, 10, uh, 12 at the time, maybe I chore money. I I was. Yeah, I mean, for a long time, I was mowing lawns of my oh, okay. neighbors. Smart. Um, you know, doing like odd stuff around our neighbor's house. You're like, hey, you know, you need me to do anything? I'll do it for cheap. You know, just like a couple <laughs> right. bucks here, a couple bucks there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, just yeah. So stuff like that. I see. So it took you a bit, then I'm guessing, to save up for that that Super Nintendo. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, for sure. Did you get the Super Nintendo? I'm not even sure if you remember this, but did you get the Super Nintendo that came with Super Mario World? But or, or was it something else? Because I know after the initial launch, they kind of changed up the games that came with it. I know you could get like All Stars and stuff. Yeah, I don't even think I had like. I think it was a used one actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, like remember like uh, the used video games sort of like Funko Land and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I that's where I originally got my first. That that was a while ago, but yeah, I think. So I didn't really have a game with that. I I always went to like a uh, blockbuster to rent my mm. games and stuff. So smart. So you yeah. weren't even buying yeah. games. You were just going game to game to game. Uh, right, oh yeah, right yeah, yeah. Who could afford like fifty, sixty bucks for a game? <laughs> I know for sure. For sure, I definitely so, spent, rented my fair share of games. Though it wasn't really until later, I think, because um, we just didn't have the money 
tea from Red Games when I was growing up. We were we were pretty poor. Uh, so your parents didn't buy you your systems, but did they let you actually like play? Because I feel like there's a lot of times where parents are like, just be outside, don't play video games. I, if my parents were around more often, probably would have been like, yeah, don't play video games. But um, you know, they were working a lot, so mm. I spent a lot of time at my uncle's place who thankfully let me play video games when they wanted, when, when I wanted to. So, mm-hmm. um, also Sweet. got me, also gave me my love for wrestling. So thank you, uncle. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so, uh, I, I talked with Mr. Angry Pants. That's not out yet, but I talked with Mr. Angry Pants a little bit about wrestling. So you grew up a, a wrestling fan as well. Oh, huge, huge wrestling fan. Okay. So what era is this? Is this the Hulk Hogan era? Is it the Bret Hart, this is, Shawn Michaels era? This where, is where more, it? I was more of an attitude era kid. Okay, like, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So you you started watching with Stone Cold and The Rock and Triple H yep. and HBK yep. and stuff. Shawn okay. Michaels. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it? Were you a WWF guy, or was it a battle between that and WCW, or did you like it all? You know, I remember um, always switching back and forth between um, Raw and Nitro on Monday nights because I was over at my uncle's house again because my parents work and. He would always, you know, because I remember Nitro starting at like 8 p.m. And mm-hmm. then Raw would be on at like 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. And then they would run two hours between 9 and 11 at the same time. Mm-hmm. So we would always switch back and forth for sure. So you didn't have an affinity for one over the other? No, not really. I mean, the the wrestlers switched companies so often. It was like watching the same thing pretty sure. much. Over and over again. For sure. So, yeah. So what was it? Like, how did your uncle introduce it? Was it just him watching it? And it's like, Hey, this is what's on. And we're going to watch wrestling or what was pretty it? Much, that, yeah. That hooked you? yeah. <laughs> you know, it's well, like what? my, my uncle's, it was like, you know, he wasn't always like, this is my house. We watch what I wanted. This is like, <laughs> right. yeah. he's like, Hey, do you want to watch wrestling with me? I think you'll like it. I'm like, sure. Let's watch it. And, my first show I watched, I was like, yep, this is for me. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Who Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite kid? No, who's your um, favorite res- your wrestler? Who's your favorite wrestler? Yeah. Yeah. That's like asking who, who my oh, favorite child is. I see. I see. Um, <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Um, you got to have a favorite or at least a couple favorites. Were you a DX guy or? I mean, I was, I grew up, uh, you know, Stone Cold was always so cool to me. Yeah. The rock is like, is hilarious um i wanted i mean i had okay so this is kind of a sidetrack but uh just this last weekend uh i signed up for peacock right because the nfl made me right. sign up for peacock if i wanted to watch football jerks yeah. uh but you get uh access to like nfl or wwe network with with, with that mm-hmm. and uh so i was like oh let's, let's check some stuff out and i watched the royal rumble 1999 which had the oh, uh, I yeah. quit match between The Rock and Mankind, and it had the mm-hmm. Royal Rumble that Vince McMahon won uh, with yep. like the heat of his rivalry with with Stone Cold, and I mean, Rock had mm-hmm. those giant mutton chop sideburns, and I remember I was a high schooler, I was a senior that year, and I had rocked those same mutton button ch- uh, sideburns <laughs> because I wanted to be the rock and I'd rock that, uh, that uh, the eyebrow man I just love the rock so much the stone cold was so cool I just loved 
I mean, and then you see everyone in the crowd, just kids constantly telling everyone to suck it. It's just like an era <laughs> that just brings so much nostalgia back for me. You know, it's like, I, I oh, super yeah. love that stuff. It was so good. Yeah, it it was. I just felt like it was so much more fun back then. Like you look at it now it's like if you look out into a wrestling crowd in like the late 90s you will see everybody has like some kind of side that they're like yes we're excited to be here thank you for showing up now you look out there you like see one side this is you know it's like it just feels so much like i don't know how to describe it it's like everyone was so much more excited back then to see wrestlers and now it's like they're there and it's fun to watch still but yeah it's, I, like, I, it's hard for me to say what what's changed because i don't watch it all that often i'll tune in here and there to kind of get an idea of what's going on but it's like i feel like there's not as many people with as much charisma as there was in the late 90s like right i mean it's hard to compare the greatest one of the greatest generations of wrestling to anything else right like it's like how do you how do you top it? And that, that's that's tough. So it's not necessarily the most fair thing to compare it to. But yeah, I don't know. Like I mean, Roman Reigns just doesn't have the same sort of appeal. I know CM Punk is kind of on on that uh, is one of the more popular ones, but it's one of those guys that I'm not super familiar with. Like Seth Rollins is kind of interesting, but I, I don't know. It just feels like there's not as much character or or quality mm-hmm. of characters uh, as there I was. Think, in the uh, we had. I mean, there was I mean, a lot of shit back late, then too, though. To be fair, the, there was, there was a, lot a of shit. Godfather. There was a porn star. There right. was so much more character work in the late nineties. Yeah, even the terrible <laughs> ones were were kind of fun for sure. I mean, under, I mean, having the Undertaker be a part of that as well is always a is a good thing. And I feel like there's more mystique still behind wrestling in the nineties, where um, I feels like everyone's everyone's in on it now. Everyone knows all the behind the scenes stuff. And yeah. in the, back then, we didn't have access to as much information. It was wrestling magazines, and the internet was still in its infancy, so right. we weren't as like knowledgeable. Like every now, it feels like everyone is just knows everything, and it just doesn't. I don't know. It's not quite the same. I I, I agree. With it's hard to explain exactly what it is. Yeah, I also like. I get like why people watch it now still, but like I don't go out of my way to watch it anymore. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we all, all our interests evolve and change into things that uh, we might find more enjoyable you know, over time. Sure. I'm not going to subscribe to Peacock just to watch wrestling. You know, that that kind of thing. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. That well, makes football, sense. Don't, that, yes. I mean, but, I, um, I already deleted my account. I mean, I deleted, <laughs> but like, <laughs> it was one subscription, basically paid six bucks. So we watched. The kids and I watched Shrek, so we got our money's worth uh, oh, on Peacock okay. there. So, um, so, so you're growing up watching wrestling. You you buy your own Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Do you still play video games as you get older, or you, does the Super Nintendo kind of like make you want to play more video games? Or what's your what's your video game journey then? Maybe yes, I you know I I love playing video games. You know, obviously I'm, I'm I don't consider myself like a junkie of video games or. You know anything like that, but you know I still enjoy playing video games. Like, um, I just I don't know why, but for some reason I like watching like different speed runs of video games. Okay, so did this go, like, does this start early? Like, are 
are you talking about way back? Because I'm talking right after you after oh. you get the Super Nintendo when you're still a kid. You know, the mm-hmm. Nintendo 64 comes out, the PlayStation comes out, the Dreamcast comes out. Are you are you purchasing these things? Or are you you know? I mean, still in the in the, are, I mean, yeah, the Super Nintendo was kind of the gateway, I guess you could say, because right after that, soon after I got my first PlayStation One. Okay. Um. I discovered like Final Fantasy 7. I'm like, oh my god, I love this game. This game is great. Mm. You know, I mean, yeah, I wasn't like super into like every single video game system, but it was something that really got me going was the Super Nintendo for sure. Okay. So you did buy a PlayStation. Um, mm-hmm. Did you continue on with that? Did you get a PlayStation 2, an Xbox? What about computer games? Was uh, that was that a factor at all? Uh, PC games weren't as much, but um, yeah, I, ha- I I did have a PS2 for a while because everyone I think everyone had a PS2 <laughs> at one point or another because I think that's like the best selling console besides the Switch now. So yeah, but for sure, um, PS2. I pretty sure I had an original Xbox at one point, probably. Yeah, I remember playing like uh, Knights of the Old Republic on the Xbox. Okay. Are you actually buying stuff now or are you still heading over to Blockbuster? (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm not buying anything, but then again, I'm not like paying for new games either. So you're going the the old, the used game route. Yeah. 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 I I just got a uh, switch for Christmas. Just recently? Just recently. Yeah. Okay. It was a gift. I just got a gift for a switch so nice i mean my job my job that i have right now is not the best paying job in the world so i don't have a ton of money to spend on games but what mm-hmm. i can when i can i do sure um so as you're getting older are you then looking into speed running like when does when does your enjoyment of watching speed runs happen is that like as you're older or is it is it early days of the internet um i mean i remember watching like uh I mean, I can go all the way back to like Justin.tv and watching stuff like the, the Twitch predecessor. Mm-hmm. So, um, because they, I can remember like just people playing video games, um, and just completely destroying them. And it just, it kind of got me into like why I wanted to start even just start streaming, just is, um, I tried. I tried to do a Final Fantasy VII speedrun and realized, hey, you're not good at this. Uh, you probably shouldn't play it. Just watch it. I'm like, okay, sure. that's good. All right. <laughs> so, what what even turned you on to something like Justin TV? Like, how did you even find the idea of watching people play video games? I I think it was my job at the time. I was a I was a tutor at the college I went to, Baker College in Flint, and. You know, I worked at a computer lab most mm. of the time, and I had a lot of downtime, and I just played at the computer for a while, and someone was like, hey, you should check this out. I'm like, oh, what's this? Oh, cool. People play video games. That's neat. So, <laughs> All right. So you you find people, or are introduced to the idea of people like speedrunning games, and you said you tried mm-hmm. to do Final Fantasy VII speedrun. Um, was there anything in your life that you were doing as you were growing up that was competitive or kind of scratched, uh, scratched that competitive itch? I mean, I did play baseball in high school. Okay. Um, as best as I could. I wasn't say I'm going to, we had, we were a good baseball team or anything, but it was, 
you know, I played, uh, I was on the football team in my senior year in high school. Um, I never really played like Dungeons and Dragons or any of that kind of stuff. Um, but I just remember like, you know, like I said, a lot of times we would just play outdoor sports, mm-hmm. like just, just for fun. You know, just not really out. like competitive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to get a picture of what young little Captain 1977's like as a kid. I'm still, still fuzzy because you're not really playing video games, and you're kind. Of, you say you don't have a lot of friends, but you're just hanging out outside. And so I'm, I'm no, like, I'm confused I, a little I, bit. I, I had a very boring childhood. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say um, my childhood is is any was exciting at all. Like, uh, you know, I was very boring too. We, I kids you know my parents would limit uh, the amount of video games we would play to like 30 minutes and most and so we had to be outside so me and my brother mm-hmm. were just out in the wood we had like this like wooded area behind our, our apartment complex we would just go there and like hit each other with sticks like that's not, that's not exciting <laughs> childhood by any means uh but that's you know that's kind of what we were doing i mean <laughs> i mean i wasn't an only child but i did have a sister but um my sister was completely different to what i am you know she's she's one of those people i had like a ton of friends in high school and just partied all the time and i'm just like that's not for me thank you i'm I'm just gonna stay over here and i mean i wasn't exactly a bookworm either though so i i don't I'm just I, trying to, I'm trying to picture what uh, is Captain Seventy Seven doing as a kid because you're not you're you're hanging out um, your uncles a lot, right? I guess. I mean, yeah, that was pretty much my whole childhood. It was like hanging out at my uncle's place and um, you know, just not really playing video games, but we used to, you know, like I said, we used to watch a lot of wrestling together. That was mm. pretty much it. Yeah, no, that's cool. I mean, you find find what it is that you enjoy, and then really get into it for sure all right so you get introduced to speed running and you you take a crack at final fantasy 7 doesn't go your your way realizing that yeah it was well, out. I mean, yeah you know because it i mean it was probably back in i'm gonna say like mid 2000s i tried that and then okay. you know for a while i didn't try it for a while then all of a sudden you know i'm like one day i'm like you know, I haven't played Final Fantasy VII in a while. I wonder if there's like YouTube videos of like people that ran this. Mm-hmm. So I looked that up and I found one. It was uh, this is a few years ago. Um, you know, found a speed run of Final Fantasy VII at AGDQ uh, 2017. I'm gonna say, um, probably by someone you may not may know. Uh, one seven four. Yeah. Yep. Um. So you know, I watched that one. That it took him about eight hours. I'm like, okay, well, I guess I, that was never gonna happen for me. Um, <laughs> is this speedrun eight hours? So, Holy crap! It, at that time, yes. Now, now it's like they've got it under six. Oh, jeez. So, I mean, that's, um, gosh, yeah, that's so long. Yeah. <laughs> but, but also, that's kind of what got me into Link to the Past too. It was that run because. During that run, they're like Link to the Past Randomizer Champion Ashna, you know, so I'm like, what is that? Mm. Then kind of kind of spiraled from there because I looked that up on YouTube of like Link to the Past Randomizer. Huh. So he was this race between 
Andy and Christos, I think it was. At the the GDQ run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And then started, um, you know, that's kind of where I learned that what, ha- what happened to just the TV turned into Twitch at the time and then started following some runners out there like Andy and Willard and Christos and all them. And so this is back know, in like 2018 then? 2018, probably maybe mid 2019. Okay. Okay. I want to say. So yeah, I've been watching this for a while, but I didn't really start running it till like probably a year after that, even so. What was it that uh, made you want to watch uh, Link to the Past Randomizer? Because you mentioned you played a, a little bit of Link to the Past, but how familiar with Link to the Past were you? I mean, it, it was, I felt like it's one of those accessible games that you, anyone can pick up and learn fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I always thought it was something that was a lot of fun to, it looked like a lot of fun to play, so I wanted to, you know, give it a shot. And then, um, Found out, hey, you're no good at this either. I'm like, all right, that's cool. <laughs> um, actually, and then, because I was going to try to play it, but um, there was this whole of, hey, um, maybe you shouldn't try this right now. Um, but that's when I learned about like um, GoMo podcast. They had like the mentor tournament type thing going, and turns out I just missed the uh, 2020 sign up, so. Um, I had to wait like a whole nother year just to even be able to consider being good. Okay, hold <laughs> on. Hold on. Hold, so, on. hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Ahead I'm, of myself. I'm, I'm not even that, not even getting ahead of yourself. I'm just kind of trying to understand this mentality because uh, you said uh, I can't run this, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So where where does that come from? Because anybody I mean, can play I the try. anyone can play the game. Like racing is one thing, but um, yeah. You you tried it and you just couldn't play or or tell me what's going on here. I mean, I I just, you know, like I said, I had I have seen people play it. I thought I could just be like, oh, this doesn't look too hard. I probably could do this too. Then I actually tried to do it and realized that's not that easy. Sure, I mean, that's that is true, right? It definitely you can't just pick it up and and go. You have to have some knowledge of what's going on. Yeah, um, and. So yeah, you're, so you're just like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to do this. I mean, I, it wasn't that I didn't say I don't want to do it. I just I needed more, like, exposure to it. I guess. I see. I see. That makes sense. That's yeah, and that's that's where um like the whole year from like 2019 to 2020, I'm I'm constantly watching people play this game and. Mm-hmm. Just trying to get better at it and trying to pick up these subtle little nuances with the game that you can do that helps speed you along. And so are then, you playing along? Are you like not doing races, but just watching people and then like going and, and grabbing a control and trying to do some of those things? Are I you, mean, is it strictly just head knowledge? Just trying to learn yes, by watching? I, I try to learn by watching. Mm. essentially because um, at the time i did not have access to like a pc because i was watching on my phone for the whole time and i see i see good you know and then then one day i'm like okay i'm gonna because actually i first started playing um the randomizer on a snes classic oh, yeah. that i had modded so um it's that was like one then, of the first ways i played it too yeah, yeah it, was, it wasn't know, easy it took me forever to figure it out but it yeah. wasn't easy 
I mean, it, you know, obviously I, I had had a computer by then because you need a computer just to be able to do that. Then I'm like, realize like, hey, you can just play this on your computer, you know? And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, no, that, yeah, that, that gets that works too. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So uh, you, you missed out on the signups for the Go Mode podcast uh, mentor tournament, right? You said. Mm-hmm. Um, so you decided what? I'm yeah, not, it didn't I'm, stop I'm, me I'm from joining the. Well, it didn't stop me from joining the ladder still and trying to do races and <laughs> failing miserably for like season. I'm going to say the first time I joined was like in season two of the ladder. And I'm trying to be like, oh, I can do this. Yeah, no problem. It didn't finish the race for like my first like 20 races. Did not finish a single one. Okay. Is I didn't know what to do. <laughs> Did you think about like, I mean, there's a million resources. Did you think about like, checking out discord resources or youtube resources or no 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 not no no i wasn't very smart uh, <laughs> <laughs> so your first race is on the ladder uh technically yes yeah okay i i want to so, say god might have been like all the way back in season two holy cow yeah um, i'm looking at your letter letter record you're you at own three that f- season two is your first uh, first recorded race mm-hmm. uh, against matt cap so already a tough opponent, and then this is not Yoho again, another tough port, port opponent, and then uh, someone that I don't recognize. Um, Bear, I don't know who that is. Um, so then, uh, how, how do things progress from there? Like, do you do you end up joining a mentor tournament? Do you find people to kind of help you along, or is it just like brute force? I'm just going to play until I figure it out. Yeah, um, that whole first from 2020. Um, you know, I, w- I kept joining. I was trying to get better. I kept asking, you know, I was uh, mainstay in Willard J. Bradley's channel for a long time. I kept asking him questions and annoying the living crap out of him with questions. And he's like, no, don't worry about it. You know, I'd be happy to help me on this. Like, just just going in people's chats, asking questions about the game mm-hmm. and just and then um, 2021 rolls around like, OK, well, they're probably going to do another mentor tournament coming up. So I'm like, oh, I, and I did end up joining that one. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how was your experience? I, there? I mean, my first race in that, um, I ended up uh, winning somehow. Um, shout <laughs> to Radical Sniper, I Jesse, uh, who mentored me in my first race and getting me a win because I fake powdered on that and had my head <laughs> something that was with the like the powders like pented ice balls or something like that that i didn't wow. even think about going to it my opponent did so uh it was just completely luck um but you know after that though it really got me thinking okay you are able to do this you are able to win and then like shortly after that i got my first win on the ladder shortly after that mm-hmm. and how then did, how did that feel that first win because it, it would took a bit right like it took some perseverance oh. we went oh and three oh oh seven and two oh eight and one oh twenty mm-hmm. and two and then <laughs> and then yeah. uh oh two and one then one six and four so you finally get that w does it, was it i mean are you elated or elation. are you yeah. elation is the perfect word for that because i'm like it has been so long. I've tried so many times and just I I couldn't believe it that I actually, <laughs> you know, I'm able to actually win this game. Now, 
you know, now it's like a couple of years later, you know, it's like I'm upset if I don't win. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. So it feels like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, it feels like you it, you took the hard path, maybe through yeah. lack of knowledge, because there's, again, there's mm-hmm. a lot of resources and a lot of uh, different community communities and community members that can like help you learn a lot of stuff. But it feels like you were just like, I'm going to figure this out on my own. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. You know, I, I, I think it goes back to, you know, when I was being, when I was a kid too, it's like, I didn't have a lot of, friends growing up, I had to do a lot of things on my own. You know, it, it was just the whole thing of you think you can do something because you don't have a lot of people telling you you can't do it. Mm. So you just have to try to figure things out for your own. And it was the whole thing. It was just not really knowing who to ask or, you know, because I, I was always like, you're you're going to do this on your own. And that's, that's how it's going to be. It's just, I'm, I'm always on my own, even though that's not the case. Now I know, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, there's always somebody out there willing to help you. Yeah. I mean, I mean, this goes, don't, don't, outside, be, afraid, don't be afraid to ask. Yeah. This goes outside of you and Rando. I think this is just like a life lesson almost really like, um, it's easy to think that you have to do it all yourself. And in some cases you do have to do it all yourself. But uh, a lot of times it just takes asking for help. And that's hard. That's hard for uh, for a lot of us. I mean, it, it's hard for me. Like, I do, I do want to do it on my own. And I'm the type of person that's like, um, I'll figure it out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And a yeah. lot of times it just makes things that much more hard, harder than, than, than they needed to be. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So it's cool that, uh, that you're able to accomplish that and kind of get that win and, and feel that elation on your own. But it also a little, makes me a little sad that you had to endure that by yourself for for quite a while. I mean, it's it's just growing pains. It's 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 nothing that's out of my normal state of mind that um you're gonna fail plenty of times before you succeed. And sure, that's that's just the way life is sometimes. It's, sure, for it, sure, it's 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 not anything that you're doing wrong per se. It's just how kind of how life is sometimes. It is, but we also make it tougher on ourselves, right? Like <laughs> it doesn't have to be as tough. Like you could have not waited until the mentor tournament and gotten help, but that takes yeah. you putting yourself out there and making your, putting yourself in an uncomfortable position, something that you're not used to doing, which if you've listened mm-hmm. to the show at all is, something that i'm clearly not good at doing as well um so so i can i can relate um so it's easy for me to say like oh this is what you should have done but uh you yeah. know just know that sure. <laughs> there's people that, that are out there that that feel the same way and and uh it's you know hopefully an encouragement to others that are listening as well that you don't have to do it all by yourself you can you know yes i'm speaking from experience here this is to your viewers or listeners this speak Please ask for help. Yeah. Do not think you can do this on your own. If you think you can, you just just ask for help. It's a lot easier that way. Yeah. That's all. Right. You can. You probably can, but uh, you can make yourself. Yeah, you I can mean, save yourself from headaches for sure. I mean, th- there are those people out there are just pick up the game. They're like, oh, okay, this is. Oh yeah, look at that. That's so easy. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then there's um, everyone else that struggles with everything, and that's okay too. Yeah. 
So how did things progress as, as you started to, you know, learn how to win? Um, did you join a league team? I think you're, you're, you're on the league, right? I, I almost joined uh, season three. I say okay. almost because um, uh, I got asked to be on a team with uh, New York Rambler and Kuchiri. Mm-hmm. And, and then um, I did a practice with uh, one of them, and they're like, uh, you're not ready yet. Uh, we're going to go with someone else. And oh, then, um, but, you know, that, that's that was like during the 2020 times when I was just kind of still learning. But um, sure. But I did bounce back in 2021 where I joined with a couple of min- mentees. Um, Lucy and Greith, uh, who was still I'm still on the team with, and then um, Nitro, who was also um, on there, and we didn't have a good first season of the league, season four. Yeah, looking at looking um, at the record, uh, a big a big donut there, unfortunately. Y- yep, yep. Um, not a good time for us, unfortunately. But, so, um, so let me ask you about that because so you're you're in the open league, right? Okay, so you're in the open league, and. Uh, you don't win a race. Mm-hmm. Is it the experience of of not you know like the elation of winning is obviously what we're striving for? But are you able to enjoy the game still, or is it is it a slog? I don't know. Kind of tell me, come and tell me about your experience going over fourteen. It's, I will say, it it was frustrating. Mm-hmm. It, you know, going through this whole time and just be like, because um, you're like. Okay. Um, well, we didn't win anything, um, but it's not like one of those things where we're like, well, I'm never playing this game again because we're never going to mount anything. You know, it's yeah. just something you have to work harder for. Sure. That it, it's 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 not anything that you have to be too discouraged about because it's there's a lot of good players in this and that play this game, mm-hmm. and you just have to try to get better. Okay. So what I mean, it wasn't terrible enough for you guys not to come back because you mentioned you guys have, have been a team ever since. So you come back for season five, you get a couple of wins. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it uh, looks like I got, yep, I got my first win in season five. Um, okay, it looks like you replaced Nitro with uh, Zetniks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Nitro decided not to play in the league as we had to replace them with uh, someone else, and um, it kind of goes full circle because my one, I did get one win in the league that year, and it was against uh, Kuchiri, um, the team I should have <laughs> been on in the first place. Yeah, <laughs> is that? I, 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 we're just gonna get personal here a little bit. Was that hard hearing? Like, you know, we're not, you're not good enough for for our team. No, 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 because okay. I knew I wasn't good. <laughs> okay, okay. So it wasn't you didn't have a, a beef or you didn't you didn't hold that over their heads, but you, it was Not nice. I imagine Not too. It was nice to get that W over him though, right? I mean, it was so, it was so cool to watch because um actually uh you know since I I'd been watching Willard for a long time, he decided to restream it on his channel actually, and it was like you know, and I guess I made some kind of impression on him, you know, be like. I guess he kind of likes me a bit or something or sleep, you know, <laughs> yeah. I guess if you pay money enough for him too, you do stuff for him. But, um, still, you know, it, it was, it was such, it was such a relief to finally get that league win uh-huh. that it was, it was like, okay, I think I am able to do this. It was, 
that was kind of the turning stone that'd be like, okay, this is a, this is now doable. You can do this. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah. keep going. And, yeah, I you know I've been going hard ever since, really. So, I mean, you guys got two more wins, so it wasn't like a you almost made the playoffs, right? No, but no. it was a it was a it's got to feel like a a, an, a big improvement. Were you able to enjoy the, the next that season a little bit more because of the wins or because of maybe the, a different state of mind? Or I mean, it was just uh, did it still feel like a slog? Was, I not to me it didn't. Okay, it was more of a validation of like, okay, you are able to actually do something and and achieve at a higher level than what I usually do. So, mm. um, and that. I mean, even even um, you know, trying to qualify for like the main tournament, which I have yet to do. Hopefully next year, knock on wood. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, like Challenge Cup wise, I I've made the brackets two years in a row. Oh, that's awesome! So I mean, including you know, winning my group last year, I was five and one in my group and won the whole group. Dude, that's so, sick! So you yeah. definitely have seen improvement over the last few years. Oh, for sure. For sure, yes. In a way that makes you feel like uh like like you can keep going, right? Yep. Just you just I mean, there were times when I wanted to quit. There were times that, you know, I didn't do a ladder race for like a few months because I'm like, oh, this game's out to get me oh or you know Sure. Just my own my own my mm-hmm. own um mind getting in the way of everything and just saying Okay, well, this game is out to ruin me and make me feel bad about everything, but I know that's not the case. It's yeah, yeah. It's just it's just how it goes. Sure, I have that same mentality. It's like, why does this computer hate me? And it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. I always get these terrible seeds. The computer, rest the, the the randomizer hates me. The seed roller hates me. It's like no, it's just <laughs> it's literally. There's nothing else to it. It's just literally random. Yeah. Uh, so you come back. You, you mentioned you you did really well in the, in the Challenge Cup this last season. You guys go seven and seven. You have a winning record, dude. Four and three. I yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, I yeah. And again, we had to replace a member. Me and mm-hmm. Saint, um, Lucian had to. Re- we got a lot of bean. Uh, Shouts a lot of bean. Uh, she is a really really solid runner, and I was really happy to hear that she wanted to be on the team with me so um yeah it, it was it was really um i i felt like a lot it was a lot of hard work going into this this season mm-hmm. um i was you know because we we were in a group with the team that's right now in the uh open league finals uh crystal roller crew oh, um yeah. Then we were also in the same group with uh, Pastor Picanio with uh, really, really, really tough players there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we did not do well against those teams, which understandably, you know, we're not going to because, you know, they're really, really solid. But we kept it very close with them. Yeah. So um, it just it was I, I always have so much fun with uh, just playing the game, watching the game, doing anything I can to do with the game. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this: I, I know Lucian is like super into Rush. Are you into Rush too? Because I know you guys have the ever since season five have had like a Rush themed logo and name. Is that all Lucian, or is that is that sort of like a that, collective thing? that is ninety nine percent Lucian? Okay, um, okay. Right. Uh, yeah, he designs the logos. He comes up with team names and. 
And you're just like, I'm cool with it. Yeah, I'm just like, yep, there we are. We're you, at, let's I swam. That's us. Yep. <laughs> so you you and Lucian were in the mentor tournament together. That's how you guys uh, formed a team. I we were in there. We didn't face each other because mm. um um. But um, I think it came about like because uh, I was looking for a team at the time, and they're like, and he was like, "Hey, you want to be on my team?" I'm like, "All right." Then we got Nitro later, and it, it was just. I, I don't think it was necessarily meant to be like, oh, we're three um, mentees from the mentor tournament this year. It was just kind of like happenstance that all three of us were in the mentor tournament. Mm, I see. It was just, uh, we were just thrown together because we all needed a team. That was pretty much it. I, and I imagine you enjoy hanging out and talking and playing co-op with him and stuff because you've been together for those these these last few seasons. I Yeah, he, I, he's... he's He's he is a lot of fun to hang out with, and um, we have a good time with each other when we're playing. And is that how Lana and, joined the team? How did that happen? Um, well, so Lana and I actually have been um co-oping uh, cross keys for like uh, the past year. Oh, okay. So I mean, it's not the first time that we've teamed together per se, but um, we. You know, I, I went into her channel one time. I'm like, would you ever want to co op across keys with me? And she's like, what do you mean? Like, just uh, be in a voice call and just like play it together. I'm like, yeah, you know, just kind of share information, just try to finish as fast as we can. And, you know, um, yeah, that, that happened probably, God, it was over a year ago at this point now mm. that we, we, we've been, and we've been doing it on a regular basis, like almost every weekend that we just, because we just have too much fun with it. Sure. I mean, I love it. <laughs> That's for sure. I mean, it's not like you made a tournament out of it or <laughs> right. anything. I mean, right. <laughs> uh, so as far as like community goes, you've been watching and coming and doing a lot of stuff within the community mm-hmm. for for a while. I know you're you're really into like the Brew Crew, like Willard's Willard's Discord and stuff over there. Is that kind of you, would you consider that like your people, the ones that you you chat with and hang out and talk with the most? Yeah, yeah, no. Um, th- there are like I try to get as much exposure as possible. Like I, I'm trying to be friends with everybody because mm-hmm. I I just want people to like me and for who I am and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, like I said, I I've been. I've been following Willard for almost been close to five years now. It's like, so, I mean, he's definitely like the guy that I've watched at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, you know, I, I enjoy just, I try to watch as much as I can. Cause I, I'm still trying to get better. I am not where I want to be. I still want to be better at the game. Mm-hmm. And I just yeah. watch whoever I can. Sure. For sure. I get that. Um, I mean, as far as communities go, I would consider you a part mm-hmm. of the the two sixteen, especially the fantasy football community, because uh, I am speaking to our first season's yes. champion. <laughs> uh, uh, what, technicality. What happened? What happened there? Technica- <laughs> technicality. Technicality. <laughs> um, I, I don't mean that as an insult, sold? but you just you uh, you drafted all, all all lions that season. It felt like. <laughs> And everyone made fun of you, including myself. And it turned out that was mm-hmm. like key to victory. Yeah. Y- y- you know? Yeah. <laughs> Ly- 
Yo, don't disrespect the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, people forget that I also had Patrick Mahomes as my quarterback, and I had Tyreek Hill as a wide receiver, too. You know, that helped a lot, too. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. <laughs> so you feel like you're in a good spot as far as ALTTPR is going? You you enjoy playing no. the game? You enjoy where you're at? Or no. Okay. I mean, I'm enjoying it, yes, but am I where I want to be? No. Sure, 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 sure. I'm not talking about necessarily, like, skill level. I mean, we're always trying to grow and, and build, but yeah. are you happy with how things are, where the community is, where, you, where your place in the community is? Where? Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, I, I'm not the most well-known person in this community, I'm sure. Like, there are some people that look at me like, who's this guy? Mm-hmm. You know, but I like to think that I try to get my name out there as much as I can. And um, I, I'm i not, like, good, I would say. I'm not, like, I'm not, like, um, by any stretch of the means. Um, I would even say not even decent at the game. So, but, I mean, I get, I do enough to get by. That's funny. <laughs> All right. Um, I think I think I need to do a special episode of self-talk. Because <laughs> well, I feel like a common denominator through so many of these interviews is the fact that um, we just don't believe in ourselves. And uh, I don't know. It's that Maybe it's that Lions mentality after going 0-16. It's like we're always going to lose. It's like, no, man, we can win. We can win. And you can too. Uh, <laughs> and winning doesn't necessarily even mean winning races i think just kind of winning more in general of yeah. like getting to where you 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 know enjoy what you do and if you're playing having fun i think that's like the biggest thing mm-hmm. if you're still if you're having fun with rando then then yeah i think you're in a good spot so i think that's what a lot of people forget too that what they forget to do is have fun this yeah. is a video game it is meant to be fun <laughs> yeah. please have fun <laughs> yeah that should be goal number one. All right. Uh, tilt question coming up. Uh, do you get tilted? And if you do, how do you handle it? Oh, yes. <laughs> of course I get. T- yes. There is so, um, because a lot of times when I'm playing this game is it was, I'm like, why is this always happening to me? Oh my God. Why is then like my execution's not great all the time. And then I'm like, I see so many people that are so much better than me. I'm like, why can't I do that too? And then I realize, um, but the, but then I tell myself, you know, it's like it's not that big of a deal. It's a video game. It doesn't really matter in the long and in the at the end, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Lincoln Park, that me to quote you there. <laughs> um, yeah, it you know it does it does it's it's a nice competitive thing to you know, want to win all the time, but it it doesn't really matter if you win or mm-hmm. you got to have fun while doing it. You find that and helps then, you battle that tilt? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm like, you know, because I'm like going through, you know, if I'm playing, I'm like, okay, well, you probably lost by 30 minutes, so you might as well just start having fun. Mm-hmm. And then and then I finish and I'm like, yep, I lost by 30 minutes. Oh, well, mm-hmm. you know, what? You know, it's it's not really it's it's frustrating, sure, but it's not like the end of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you just pick yourself balance. up. Yeah. You, you just pick yourself up, dust yourself up. Be like, what about the next one? 
that's really it. Good stuff, man. That's that's good. It's hard to remember that in the moment, right? And um, just remembering that, like, you know, it's okay that you lost or okay that you got tilted or mm-hmm. okay things didn't go your way. And, uh, you know, yeah. there's always next time. Yep. Well, cool, man. Thanks so much for doing the show. I'm glad you uh, were able to take some time and come and hang out. And it's cool uh, hearing your story, dude. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Um, this is this is very cool for me to do because um, they get out there and sh- kind of share my story. And I really appreciate you, you know, letting me get my voice out there and just, you know, just kind of share my experiences because um, I feel like. I'm no different. Like, like some people that are stream kind of like act differently, but when I stream, I'm me. That's just who I am. Yo, I'm not trying to do a character. I'm just, that's me being me. And I hope I try to convey that as best as possible. If I'm funny, I'm funny. If I'm not, I'm not, you know, it's just, I try to be funny, but sometimes I'm not. So I, I, I just, I just try to have fun and like, it just you just try to do your best and you know it's like my discord says just try my best to be better and that's all i can do want to thank captain uh for coming on the show again uh really had a fun time chatting with him and you know i i want to encourage him i hope that he is having fun like that's the most important thing and i think it's easy to focus on on wins and losses a lot of times, especially when we're doing these interviews. And I really don't want to make that the the driving force is like winning is the most important. It's something that's easily measured and you know, we're racing. So you are trying to win, but the real win is like having a good time. Like Moogle and I are having a blast playing co-op cross keys, the practice that we're putting in, the races that we're doing. It's just fun. I'm just having fun playing the game. And I haven't been able to say that in a really long time. Uh, between the league and this co-op cross keys tournament, I've just had a lot of fun. And we've been losing. So it doesn't have to be about, about winning and losing. should always be about doing something that you enjoy. So if you are in winning, good for you. And you're enjoying that, good for you. But if you're not, can you still enjoy the game? And I, and I hope Cap is uh, is enjoying the game. You talk, you know, we talked a little bit about his, his improvement. And a big takeaway is I hope that people ask for help, no matter what, rando or life. It can be hard, you know, taking a moment to swallow your pride a little bit, and it might be hard to find somebody, but there's people out there to help, whether it's rando or life. Don't be afraid to ask. Don't make it more difficult on yourself than it has to be. So again, thanks, Captain, for coming on the show. I I really appreciated it. All right, next week, we're going to have Shinmaru, who was my roommate at SGL. Uh, Really excited to talk with him, and uh, it should be a good one. So, uh, So check that out. Again, make sure you're voting for your favorite drafter from the Zelda music draft that we just had last week. Uh, The links are in the episode's description or on the 216 Discord in the announcements channel. If you want to get to the Discord, 216pod.com has the links that you need. Lots of talk going on. You know, the Super Bowl is happening next week. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of conversation in the the sports chat there. We've got the tournament uh, happening, so a lot of different discussions happening there. And then, of course, talking about the episodes, especially with the music draft. People have a lot of opinions on on the different songs that the people chose. Uh, A lot of great conversations happening there. So make sure you're joining our Discord. That's going to do it for us. Come back next week for Shinmaro. Thanks for listening.